And this is Raw Dog Show. It is raining crazy in New York. It's been raining all day long. And I did not wear my rain boots today because I don't want my feet to be hot. You know, it's like you find yourself. The weather's so crazy, like humid, hot. You don't know if you should wear rain boots, wear shoes. I really want to wear some flip-flops because it's just mad hot. But regardless, um, as I was getting off the train this morning, I saw this gentleman with a pair of rain boots that were all the way up to the knee. To the knee. To the knee. knee I didn't really be hunters to the knee for men. And I, at first I thought they were hunters, but then now you're saying they don't think they make hunters like that. Well, I mean, no, they do they make hunters to the knee. I didn't know they made it for men. So now I'm questioning, is this like a metrosexual male you saw? Like, how did he look? I mean, it was just very, I felt uncomfortable. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> men in rain boots. I just don't get it. Like, would you? Could you see a husband wearing a pair? Absolutely pants? not. I think you wear galoshes. You know, no. Put, remember, in the old people used to put like those plastic coverings over, over their the shoe. shoe. Yeah, he absolutely will not wear that. No. Get out of like, here. My, my boyfriend won't even wear. Uh, uh, he won't even use an umbrella. It's like umbrella. Yeah, yeah, yeah. even umbrella is kind of not questionable, but men don't like to use umbrellas like that. I don't know why, but whatever. But yeah, that probably was a metrosexual guy. So let's be honest. Anyways, Ooh, back to the cat. <laughs> so the Raptors, they Woo-hoo! finally got the victories over Golden State Warriors, and everyone was like, "I have to tell you, this is usually you see people always wanted to fight for somebody that they love, but I think everybody was just fighting for the underdog. Everybody wanted the Raptors to win. Not everybody. They had some go hard like Warrior fans, like oh, Probably you know, Americans. I don't know, but everybody, Americans, a lot of Americans was fighting for them, but um. The Raptors pulled it off, 4-2, final score 114-110. to 110. I have to tell you, these people, like, love Soka. They're, like, listen to family all over the place. Yo, Bundy Marshall and Skinny Fabulous, well, basically Skinny Fabulous, it was your song first. You know, big up. It would be, oh, because he wrote the song. He and had they the song, and then he decided to bring them on. Mm-hmm. And they were supposed to bring it out since last year, but Marshall told him, don't bring it out because they had already dropped enough music to hold it off. Mm. And that's how he came up with that. But regardless, congratulations to the Raptors. Definitely congratulations to them. You know, I was rooting for the Raptors. I mean, this was like, like I can't watch a basketball game in the beginning. I get mad angst. Like, oh, my God, what the hell are they doing? But it was a game that I was closely watching. So, of course, you know, as Ben mentioned, 4-2. to two. Um, Even when Warriors won that second game, I was very annoyed. And, you know, what's happening now is, you know, and you look at ESPN, you watch all these, like, commentators. They talk about, oh, you know, did the Raptors win because, you know, um, Clay Thompson and, and KD, Kevin Durant was injured. Would they have won if it, that wasn't the case? And it's kind of annoying because, you know, Warriors have won numerous championships where other teams did not have their full capacity of uh, the great team members. So why discredit Raptors now because of the fact that these two are out? Regardless of what, of what they won fair and square, and I'm very excited that they won. So go Toronto's. And did you see that they had um, someone posted like, this fake um, this fake, this guy was walking around posing oh, yes. like um, Carrie Leonard. So Hilarious. <laughs> I don't know who the person is. You know, I don't watch sports at all. But because to your point, you get a little angry. I get like crazy angry. I've yeah. been watching yeah. FIFA World Soccer, women's soccer this week, and I got like mad crazy. And like while I'm sitting there, he's like, oh, I'm like, she made a goal. I'm like yelling. So I usually don't watch sports. But also, I will say this. When we see, when have you ever seen Michael Jordan walking down the street with his basketball shirts and his and his top? 
Never. Why would Basketball you say, people don't go outside. Saying, hey, uniform. I'm Stephon Curry. Okay? <laughs> so if you see somebody outside with a basketball uniform, it's 98% probably a fraud. Because basketball people don't just walk through the streets in, of Toronto wearing <laughs> Raptors clothes with pants and shirts and people running up to take pictures with them because the man had cane rolls in his hair. Come on, Canadians. You knew it wasn't him. But you just wanted to take a picture with somebody that had on a that looked like him. Jesus <laughs> Christ! This guy didn't even look like him. People in a uniform taking pictures. That happens in a stadium, sis. <laughs> Not on the road. You should see these people running around, <laughs> selfieing with this guy, asking for his autograph on Instagram. Crazy, crazy, crazy. Anyways, you know what's crazy? I feel like every week we have like updated. Um, being black in America, I'm so over it. Um. And what I did see was this story with Willie McCoy. This is like this. He got shot 55. Well, 55 shots were rendered to this guy. This guy was California. Mm. I mean, I was surprised it wasn't Texas. But the reason why they bring this up, this thing happened some time ago. Um, yeah, so the reason why it's coming up now is because they did, like, an independent report, and basically the, the, they found that the officers acted reasonably in the, in the February shooting. And how many times? So it's reasonable for them to shoot 55 times. Correct. And this guy was 20 years old. He ended up going to Taco Bell. This guy probably was probably had some drinks. 20 years old. Yeah, probably had some drinks. Went to Taco Bell because he was hungry, got the itis, or whatever it is. I was from a little ganji. Fell asleep. Damn. You know, I didn't want to say that because that was not in the toxicology report. How dare you? Oh, they really? They didn't say anything about marijuana. And you know, there was, well, they I probably would have said it. It's the healing of the nation. <laughs> Anyways. King Solomon's great. They shot him and uh, 25 bullets actually hit him, but it was 55 shots ringing. They said that he was sitting there in the car. He, he probably fell asleep. He just, he just, he, they found him sleeping. And the officer said, he has a gun in his lap. He has a gun in his lap. And all of a sudden, they just started letting go on him. That was it. Ended mm-hmm. this 20-year-old's life. Did he so, have a gun though? That's what they claim that he had a gun in his lap or in the car. You? Who knows? I mean, at the end of the day. Oh, we heard this song before. <laughs> anyway, it's just sad. I mean, I don't know how anybody can be just. Yeah. And what this is, the officers are not required to wait until the weapon is pointed at them to take the necessary steps to save their lives. So it's justifiable in California. So. Another Sad. Place off the list. I mean, really and truly, I don't know where you could go. Being black in America. This is America. Mm-mm. Then, did you hear that story about um, Jay-Z is getting his lawyer involved in something? Yeah, because of something that happened in Phoenix, Arizona. Phoenix, Arizona. I didn't even know black people even live there. It's mad hot. But what happened? I mean, so basically, uh, this couple, I mean, now they're saying that, you know, he's saying this is fiance, but Davon Amos and Aisha Harper, they apparently went to like a dollar store. Their daughter left. And I guess... You know, sometimes, and I don't know what happened, but they said the girl left with a $5 doll, the little girl, one of their kids. Mm. They got into the car, whatever, and I guess the police followed them and apprehended them at their complex or wherever they were going. And, I mean, it was so much officers, like, get on the effing ground, get on the effing ground. They pointed the guns at them, their children, told them to get out. Mm. They apparently had their babysitter with them who had to grab the kids from them, and they arrested them. Just arrested them, just like that. And so, the child took the door. Correct, allegedly. Mm-mm. But bottom line is, I guess Jay Z saw this, and I guess it touched his heart in some kind of way, and he's lending out his lawyer, Alex Spiro, to deal with this case, and they're gonna sue. And I think you know, if you can't get justice any other way by you know getting these cops fired or killing one of these cops or whatever, I'm not mm-hmm. saying to do it. 
you might as well get paid. So I'm just, I mean, I'm, I'm glad that he's, uh, he intervened, but I'm just curious to know there's so much other incidents that happened. I'm just curious to know why this one. Just saying. I mean, it's very sad, but also I, I think that this goes to a bigger chronic, you know, a, a chronicity that we keep seeing in America with black lives just don't matter. And cops think that they can do whatever they want to do whenever they want to do it. And this hence why we have this um, stigma called being black in America. And, you know, you also said, when will this end? Silence. That's all I've got. Because <laughs> I don't know when it could end. Another thing I Did saw. Did you ever steal anything when you were a little girl? No. I was freaking scared shitless. Girl, when they took a big bowl. A bowl? Pink bowl. You remember that gum? That oh, the gum. Yes, yes, yes. Okay, okay, yes. Pinkish, like a light pink. It and what happened? Well. Oh, what happened? It didn't work out well. My mother saw me. Where is that? You know, my wait, mother wait. was like. Way old school. Wait, I'm sorry. Here. So you stole this. So the I store didn't catch you. No, 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 hold on. Wait, I what? Took it. Wait, 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 stole wait, the wrong wait, word. wait. You stole. You didn't pay it for it. How old were you? Anyway. How old were you? I mean, about four, five, five. I don't believe this. I believe this. I'll cross reference this conversation with her mother because I don't believe this. And you remember this so vividly? I no, I remember my mother made me go back. And give it back. But so you were in the store by yourself? Or you no, we were together. together. Oh, okay. We were together. It was a corner store, but it was like kind of like a Spanishy corner store. Like they used to have like, a bodega, maybe? Yeah, but <laughs> I don't know. This is before they used to call it like bodegas when I was younger. They didn't call it that. But and I don't know how I got it. And oh, you know why? Because the candy used to be on the wall by the window. And I picked it up, and then my mother was like, Where you get that from? Take it back. And I was like, Back? So I must have been older than four or five. As I stated yeah, before. I was a little older. So she made me walk back. And I went back and I would give well, it like to the lady. like 10. And I had to give it to the lady like, I'm sorry, I took this candy. She made me apologize and everything. Well, that's a standard with, thing to do. Know, with, with the little, you know, lashings along the way. <laughs> and you're walking back yes. to the store. <laughs> so, Yo, this is what parents used to be parents, man. Oh, I tell you. Too. She'd give it to you. Right on the road. No you One slap to your face. Bangs. Yeah, man. That's People watch you like, I saw your mother hit you yesterday. He was like, yeah, it, it was all a mistake. She apologized <laughs> when we got home. <laughs> Yo. But you know, they, what's in the parents who say, oh, if you lie, you'll steal. If you steal, you'll, you'll kill. kill. And all this other stuff. So, you know. Um, yeah. My mother, I couldn't even play that crap. I was, I was scared definitely of my mother. I was so terrified. Was like, like, people used to come to the house and say, you have all these glass figurines. How could you have those? Such a small child. She was like, because she knows better than to touch anything. And she said, I would sit there. And I, if I go to people's house, I would not touch anything. I would just sit there with my hands in my lap. What? Shook. Shook days. Yeah, you shook. <laughs> you would have been the same kind of person now, though. <laughs> I need a little of that in my life right now. <laughs> I'm not, I don't got enough. Um, a next thing that happened uh, recently was like a 17-year-old boy um, walking home. I believe his name is Nicholas something. A young young lad, 17 years old. This happened in our own town, Brooklyn. Okay? From the 71st precinct, they approached this kid. He was walking. He had like a, a red hoodie outfit on, playing with his basketball. Um, these three cops just came up to him, accosted him, and then some other cops came. And, I mean, the only reason people have this on footage is because they have a store camera mm-hmm. that basically they had, you know, they obtained, and they saw how the police and approached this guy. And they this guy like he was a freaking Unabomber. Yeah, you would have thought this was a grown man. I mean, this was a young kid. He did not resist. And it's a, unfortunately, this kid has, like, a medical condition. He doesn't attend school regularly. Um, he is homeschooled. And that his medical condition requires that he has water. Like, he stays hydrated. And when he was there and they brought him to the 
um, precinct, they refused to give him water. Refused. And so they, what was the reason why they picked him up, according to them? Hello? Being black in America. But did they have any charges? Well, he, so they ended up giving, like, a bullshit charge, um, disorderly conduct. And the man, the boy was just walking down the street. I'm going to post this video. The guy was just walking down the street doing nothing but banging the basketball. Very, sad. very sad. So, FU 71 precinct. What are they doing? This kid was like 5'3". This is a young little, little lad. lad. Little, little one. Little, little one. Sad, man. Sad. Just so sad. And then we talk about what happened in Canada. You know, just give the Raptors praise and then after the Raptors, straight downhill. Uh, <laughs> SWS. Um... I would call it a suspected WS. Uh, WS. <laughs> um, was in a woman came in, a black woman went into the old navy in Canada Mall, and the woman came outside and basically was like, You just stole that shirt. And she was like, The shirt that I'm wearing, I stole it. Yes, the tag is on it. And the woman was like, I did not steal the shirt. And she's like, Well, we have cameras, ma'am. We have cameras. We could see. We could see. And basically, you know, like she put hands on her. The woman even agreed at the end to go back inside with them to watch the video to show that she didn't steal the shirt. Sad. Um, and then the manager apologized, et cetera, et Yeah, because, cetera. I mean, I don't know if you saw that part, but the manager apologized because then the only reason she went back to the store, she wasn't going to go back to the store because she was like, first of all, you know, this is making known. This girl has a tag, so that's what they thought she was stealing. But also she had on sneakers that she took off her shoes and was like, I still got the tag on my sneakers. She was like, this is something I do. Weird, but this is what she does. But she had went to the Old Navy store, the same store, um, a day prior. And she had, like, a list, a receipt that she bought, like, over 200 something dollars worth of stuff. And so when she went back to the store, only because the lady kept saying, you stole, you stole, she was like, no, I didn't. You know, the mall cops was there trying to defuse the situation, and they, they, they did not help. Um, well, she, probably was just like, they said most of them yeah. were just standing around. Correct. So as, she, so as she went back, she was like, well, let me see the camera. Go look at the camera. This girl took forever. The manager came out trying to calm her down. She was like, well, what's taking so long to see the camera? If Stephanie, the staff person, that she saw me stealing this, what's taking this so long? And she was like, well, I don't, I'm very sorry, you know, trying to calm her down politely. I'm very sorry that she told you that, but our cameras are like not functioning properly right now. Mm-hmm. So I don't know why mm-hmm. Stephanie would tell you that we saw you on camera. She's like, just go. We don't want to hold you up anymore. But what I do appreciate about this um black woman she was like you know what no i need you to call me back this is my number since you can't fix your cameras and get it together and i want that same employee to apologize to me as she t- accused me of stealing something that i already paid for very sad very smart, and then, you know, she was she was yelling like i can't believe this will ever happen to me like you know i mean it's a problem. nobody thinks it's gonna happen to anybody but it happens but then you get that nigga wake up call <laughs> You're black. Hello. So, I mean, this is Old Navy. It wasn't even like Louis Vuitton or something real to steal from a $13 t-shirt. Come on, Old Navy. And then Old Navy apologized on Twitter. Mm. And they said they're going to do national sensitivity training. Listen, I'm over it. How many more days are we going to have national sensitivity training? How about just common sense training? Can we get that training? (laughs) Jeez. I mean, that's the same thing that happened in Sephora with that that singer Scissor when she mm. went to Sephora and they accused her of stealing. And they also had like a day of sensitivity training. I mean, it's such bullshit. Over it. Starbucks started this shit, and now everybody's gonna do this soon as they accuse somebody of stealing something in the store. But I mean, it's training the answer. People keep doing the same thing. I mean, I don't really talk about how much people I've trained. It's just <laughs> in your in your profession. Yes, it's pointless. <laughs> anyway, so. A play, a, a, something that I'm way over and I've never even got to experience it is Dominican Republic because I've never been there I've always wanted to go you know I was about to go there to get somebody told me the other day that she she has a connect in DR that could do tighten the vagina fix the stomach and fix the butt 
for three grand. I said, damn, I could come across only three or grand. Lift the Do the belly, lift the breast, and tighten the vagina. And the three butt, no butt, no butt. Okay, three grand. I was like, I could swing at three grand. But I didn't even know there was a tightening vagina surgery. Yes, remember the girl from um, what's that show? Black and Crew. She had it. She got a designer vagina. But what oh, happened? I remember Cynthia got it on. Um, no, no, no. Real high, so she got a of Atlanta. But my thing is, she had a touch up. But why? Is it because your vagina hole gets loose as you get older? Well, after you have children, it stretches and maybe it doesn't go all the way back to the tightness that it was previously. Like had. what? A virgin? And what pre- what, what do you want to go to? When we talk about the different vaginas, like some people, the lips may be hanging out. But that's they may lips. get that fixed. Uh, I'm just like, yo, if that, all these things, if a kid could bring on this like a loose hole, <laughs> I did the right thing here, I tell you guys. <laughs> So, but my thing, and you know what I understand? Men don't like virgins, so do they really want that type of a vagina? Men don't like virgins. Men, oh, expert, they, they do not like virgins. You got to deal. You got to start from the beginning. Who the hell wants to do that? That's just the poll I'm taking. Let's talk about that. <laughs> um, so anyway, uh, what was I saying? You were talking about oh, DR. Yeah, all these people up to nine people dead now. What's going Number on? Number nine. Here? So you know we were going to talk about this a couple of weeks ago, but now this is like getting like real coincidental. <laughs> I don't know. I would have said they're all black people because, you know, DR, they don't really care for the blacks. But Yeah, and this is why I had said I was not returning to DR. I had went to DR some time ago for my now sister-in-law's wedding. Oh. I had went there and, I mean, it was... Yeah. We stayed on a resort in La Romana. Did not remove from the is resort. Is the first time your husband caught your eye? Excuse me, what's your name? Where you from? You <laughs> You're so corny. I don't know if that's the first time we... I mean... I don't think so. Come on. I mean, the, the first time he <laughs> saw on, me. Have you seen me? <laughs> I've always had his eyes. <laughs> Let's be honest. The first time he saw me, you know, come on. But in DR, it was where, like, you know, I guess he kind of heard me talking, kind of see where I was coming from, if I was the kind of chick he liked. Yeah, you know? he was conscious. I guess so. Conscious. <laughs> he didn't know that because he was smoking a weed. <laughs> a weed. <laughs> I was not smoking weed in DR. However, he was. You know, because he got off the compound, as my aunt would say. He got off the resort and found weed somewhere. I'm like, who goes anywhere and just finds weed? Like, that's very dangerous. Well, that was then. You can't do that now, bro. You'd be dead. <laughs> They said somebody from illegal liquor. I mean, the, the latest one was Joseph Allen, 55-year-old man from Jersey, um, dead in his room at the Terra Linda Resort. Just celebrating his friend's birthday, he went there. And I mean, we're not going to go into details, but a few of them was Leela Cox, 53 years old. She's an MRI technician from Staten Island. She was staying at the Excellence Resort in Punta Cana. She died June 11th. Gone. Robert Bell, 67. These people are older. And he, while well, he was staying Why at the Hard Rock Hotel in Putacana. They said further toxicology results on Americans could take up to 30 days. Another guy, Jerry Coran, 78, checked into the Dreams Resort in Putacana June 22nd, died three days later, his daughter said. I mean, these families are very, you know, of course, they don't know what's going on. And, you know, and what they said was uh, the U.S. ambassador of the American Republic said in a statement that the safety of the U.S. citizens remains our highest priority. These incidents are tragic and we offer our deepest condolences. Did America put a a non-travel man on on Dominican? No, they did not. But I mean, do they really need to? Do they really need to put this? Why are people still going here? Cancel your trips. (laughs) Mm, 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 mm. And if you don't have trip insurance, it will still be worth it to lose the money. Who knows what's going on here? So, I mean, they were saying that. I don't know if I paid for a whole trip. Would I just be like, I just probably have to go with my own bottled water. But you don't know what the cause of it is. Who says it's the water? 
Well, they poisoned. Oh, maybe they put in my food. And they were saying that a couple they had died from carbon monoxide poisoning. Oh, and it's that's just what it's all isolated incidents because nobody different. died. The yes, same. it's just really it crazy. Very sad, sad. Another sad story. We all remember the documentary Surviving R. Kelly. Did you ever finish that? Yeah, I did. Oh wow! Not when I finished. You uh, didn't? Yeah, yeah, I don't think. It, I'm not really good at these as usual. <laughs> just making my mind. I'm not good at it. I was even trying to watch the rest of um when they see us, and we both fell asleep like watching it. I woke up. I was like, "Dang, damn it! I gotta rewind this." And this is the <laughs> but not part. now because I'm going back to sleep. <laughs> right, and I was like, just turn it off. I'll catch it at another time. So, um, regardless, they won best documentary on MTV Movie Awards. I don't know, you know, I understand this. If this should be the best documentary, or did they just win it because it was about R. Kelly? You know what I'm saying? And why was it the best? Documentary. They didn't really have no videos, no past stories. It was all I mean, they did talking. have past stories. The people were talking about their just past talking. stories yeah, with R. Yeah, Kelly. Yeah, yeah. But usually documentaries go into great detail. They Correct. talk about things that are like, you know, they even had a, a, a person that, one of the documentaries that went against it was about the sex scandal and the gymnastics. Oh, uh, with the white field, yeah, know, yeah, yeah. Was getting jumped by the coach that was sexually harassing all those all the weird girls. girls, yeah. And 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 the surviving R. Kelly wins. I don't know. To me, it just seems a little bit weird, but it won. Are people outraged? That's why this this even are people mm-hmm. outraged the fact no, that they, they just won. Said that oh. they won. And, you know, okay. They brought up most of the survivors on the stage, and the woman that wrote it said, "You know, we understand that this documentary that won't heal you, but it's something." Yikes. So, um, I probably added it's something. Yeah, I'm just like, uh, that was it. <laughs> so another person that we're talking about, we spoke about this guy before, the Sperminator. You know, this guy that goes around giving out his sperm to any woman that wants that it. That wants it. And we said that your husband was affiliated with this guy. Too. Affiliated? Whoa, whoa, whoa. It's like <laughs> crazy. Not affiliated. He knows of him. He met him before. He knows of him. Yeah, well, his good friend who he used to work with is his brother, you know. So, I mean, this guy's family has disowned him and everything. Like, he's operating solo. <laughs> but, uh... And how many kids does he have? Like... Well, now it's his 50th baby mama. 50 years, baby. 5-0. 5-0, baby mama. And he doesn't take care of these kids. He just gives them the sperm and walks away. He doesn't. Right? However, you know, he has had some incidents where people are suing him for child support, which is, that's not part of the the arrangement, yeah. obviously. Um, but, of course, you know, you have some opportunists that's like, hold up, this guy ain't walking nowhere. Or maybe he is now. But the last time he was, <laughs> he was chilling in Israel or something like that. So, um, now he's back for his newest baby mother, a 19-year-old homeless woman. This is so sad. <laughs> this guy's 43 years old. He said that this girl had reached out to him since last year requesting his sperm. He gave it to him. And I'm just so curious. What, why? 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 This girl couldn't get pregnant in the street? Like, why she wanted well, his she particular sperm? She's a lesbian, sperm. so that's probably why. She's a lesbian? I think she's a lesbian for the picture that I saw of her and her mate. Was that mate a man? I thought, I thought. I mean, I thought it was a man. Was it not? I'm saying we be. I be confused in these streets. Let's go back to this picture. Oh, here. I don't know. Oh, yes, you're right. What's her name? Kyendra Garrick with girlfriend D. Slobbert. What? <laughs> no, let me tell you what. <laughs> that last name, I would have changed it. Slobbert. S L O B E R T. Yes, S L O B E R T. How did you make it through? School. This is so sad. This person is homeless and decided that she wants to have a kid. You don't have a pot to piss in, sis. 
La la di 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 la Equal rights. In a shelter in Harlem somewhere. This this should be bad. And what is... I, I, I have no words. I'm just very... I'm utterly disgusted. Just keep it at that. So I wonder, did the sperminator give her the sperm? Or did he have sex? You said he had sex with some women, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't think he had sex with this one. I mean... So he just... I mean, I mean, especially if, if we're now suspecting that. It's her oh, girlfriend. You know, She's a Medicaid lesbian. pays for IVR. What? Is that what it's called? IVF? IVF. In vitro fertilization. <laughs> I'm like, IVF? <laughs> yeah. Medicaid pays for it now, so. What? Mm-hmm. Like the full payment? It's not like a... Full, come on. You don't pay a co-pay with that. <laughs> but, 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 can you, but can you imagine? Let's say, I mean, and if this guy was really a perv like that, he would say, listen, you want my sperm? I got to have sex with you. Like, I mean, if he was an opportunist to get sex, so this guy's clearly that hard up for sex. Mm-mm. He's just like saying, "All right, I'll ship it to you." Express oh God, mail. Is that thing clean? Is it? What is this like? Oh. And did they vet out to see if this guy has any diseases? That's what I'm talking about. It's super. Gotta be out there. With super spur when I get you. I don't know. I don't know. Um, this is very disturbing in this world that we're living in. But hey, I mean, a lot of things are disturbing, you know. So let's talk about another topic. Um, uh, topic of the day. When we talk about the sperminator and you know having sex, many people, many couples struggle with something called painful sex. Um, and, you know, many many. Is it couples or is it the women in the relationship? Do know, men have painful is, sex? The man is suffering too. He should be. If the woman is suffering, is it he suffering? I don't know. I mean, you sleep with somebody, she's like, ow, ow. You're like, but are, but all because you're having painful sex, do you make it known to your partner you have it? It's painful for you, or are you just taking you just it? And Take it. it. I mean, most most likely, most of them will probably just endure it because you know they probably feel less than if they complain or like they can't handle the ride. Because you know we had talked about this before a while ago when we said you know like men with very large penises, how the sex can be very painful to a woman, um, but. I mean, oh, and you the know, average penis size we've learned is five inches. So let's be realistic. Most men don't have large, totally large penises. <laughs> I know all of our listeners have it. Wink, wink. But <laughs> painful sex. <laughs> I mean, so I mean, when we talk about painful sex, we have to talk about um, is it painful because of uh, like you just mentioned the painful because of size. It's not always because of size that, you know, you experience painful sex. And it could be for numerous reasons. It could be because the woman is just dry. But my thing is, if you're having sex with someone and you're experiencing pain, that man might not feel the pain, but he should feel that it's dry and should act accordingly. Either stop, spit on it, go to the side, side, get some KY. Wait, what? You ever heard of people spitting on the genitals to get it wet and then spit like... You ever watch porn when they spit on it? Like, mm-hmm. you, on, on, I know. Wait, what? <laughs> wait, you never watched porn or you never watched the porn? You, which one I, I is it? You porn. never see porn when people, people spit? spit on a woman's vagina. And then or a woman spit on a guy's penis? Yes, well, yes, I see that all the time. I'm so, I'm not all the time. <laughs> I see this. Yes. Here comes the porn watcher. I see that. So, I mean, 
yeah, wouldn't you say, okay, you know what, something needs to be done here? Or, I mean, of course, if you don't mean that that raw, you could go to the side of the bedstand and get some KY jelly or something to assist in making this person wet. Mm-hmm. But then they have those instances where um, women have painful intercourse. And I don't know, I mean, I don't, I don't know how to pronounce this word. Dysparanoia? Mm-hmm. It's a pain or discomfort in a, in a woman's labia, vaginal or pelvic areas during or immediately following sexual intercourse. And it says that um, it comes from an early Greek language, and it's mean it means difficulty mating or badly mated. That's what the, where that word mated, comes from. You said? Yeah, laden or mated. Mated. M A T. And they say that um, can, it can be easily discovered and treated. Um, if women are obviously make it known that they're experiencing this issue and sees a doctor, and they could basically diagnose them. But obviously, a lot of women don't like to speak on that. Well, and I mean, wants to really tell the person that you're with, like. Oh my God! When you having sex, it hurts so much. Most women are really troopers. They you feel like they better be like, you know, throw your hands up in the air because a lot of women struggle through a lot of things and they do not share it out of shame. You know, they don't want to tell you when this is going wrong or that's going wrong. I mean, me, I keep it straight, a hundred, a buck fifty, not even a hundred. <laughs> I let you know straight up. What you're hurting me? <laughs> if something hurts, I'm going to say, hey. Desserts. And it's a fewer than half of these women discuss this pain with their doctors or anyone else. So they're ashamed and they may think that they have some sort of sickness that they don't want to talk about, you know. It's it's a, you know, they said what are the most reasons for problems with your sex and then they said uh your state of mind, sometimes your emotions and your fear, you know, you you can't relax. So you feel pain just because like, like your psyche. Like, oh, yeah, your psyche because you can't relax, stress and fatigue, um, if you're having relationship problems. Another what? thing that kind of affects it, yeah. It could affect with your sexual response. Um, and it could be a mismatch with your partner. Like, what Yikes. you got can't hold what he has. Um, medications you may be taking that oh, might be messing you up. That might be drying you out or something like that. It's also, too, due to thinning and dryness of the vaginal walls after menopause. Some Ooh, women report that sex is more painful. Yeah, that, that menopause, makes, ugh. But that makes a, that kind of confuses me even more because as we think that oh, the elderly have the highest level of sexually transmitted diseases in the world. So what that means that they have a high level of dry sex. Well, <laughs> maybe just buying a lot of KY. Ugh, please, please, spare me. Yeah. And they could say also too is could be because of an increase in the frequency of sexually transmitted disease. So maybe you have an STD and you're not even fully aware of it, and that causes. And to your earlier point, imagine you have this and then you're not going to the doctor. You're continuing to spread it with your partner. Um, it, it's, it's just a cycle here that we've got to figure out how we're going to break it. And it's, the last thing they said also to vulvodynia is a condition that a causes... vulvodynia. This is a condition a that's called... Vulva. Vulva. Vulvodynia. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's a condition that causes chronic pain in the vulva, vulva area, obviously, that is not related to a known cause. Women with this may experience pain excessive pain during sexual intercourse. I mean, it's just sad. And also, too, you can have muscle spasms of the vaginal walls, which also causes pain. Oh, yeah, muscle spasms. A UTI, they say, causes pain. So it's just a variety of things. And, you know, as women, and, you know, men, they love the vagina, obviously. I mean, well, straight men, obviously. But y'all don't know all the stress a vagina really goes through. I mean, men just have the penis. How much stress do men really have? I mean, the most you got to do is clean it properly, um, well, especially if you're not circumcised. 
please pull that skin back. Yeah, I mean, that's the <laughs> so that's what you do. But a woman, so much things can be different with your, your pH balance. You got to check that a few times. Like, it's just so much things that goes into a vagina. And when we talk about painful sex, it's like women definitely need to be more transparent. And I mean, um, you know, if you're, I mean, if you know your man is absolutely abnormal in size, that's something, because, I mean, didn't they have those issues where someone was having sex with a person that had a big penis and it, like, erupted their... Oh, remember that story? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But we always talk about, you know, painful sex for women. But it's not only for women. Men can also have painful sex. If they have problems with the foreskin on their penis, like the, if it's overly tight, um, if oh. you cause damage and tearing during sex and can lead to pain, if the penis is deformed, remember we talked about... Yes, deformities. Those crazy penis-looking things. Um... If they have urinary tract stones, it can cause them problems during sex. Oh, men have urinary tract stones? Uh-huh. Yikes. If they can't get their erection down, it could be in pain. Blue balls, we talked about that. <laughs> um, some men are very hypersensitive, um, and after they ejaculate, the penis feels like, you know, very painful. You know, it's like raw. Um, Yikes. So, you know, it's not only I guess women. I was wrong about men. <laughs> you know, it's not only women that suffer, but a lot of men are probably suffering in silence and because of their ego, they're still doing it, even though they're probably, like, dying. I mean, how many men do you think really go see a urologist? <laughs> I've been trying to convince mine to go <laughs> for different reasons, but, you know, we ain't going to go to that level. But <laughs> don't roll your eyes, better. But anyway, My boyfriend told me straight up, he will not, and never go. I know. I'm like, come on, man. You don't want any more children. Why would you... Um, not snip, not snip, snip it. If you don't want children, snip it and live your life. You know, and especially we spoke about this before too. Black men are just not, and I think the black men that have had it done, they're not verbal about oh, it. Oh no, it's a shameful. It's shameful. You know, so hey, that's in. I have a friend who has a guy. He he'll say it to you. Yep, I snipped it. I don't care. Like uh-huh. he says it out loud. He has no problem saying it, and I respect that. My ex husband did it too. I said this. I don't know if I said this before. I can say whatever. Yeah, I want anything. I want to know about him. I tell you. Now you can social. know because she's she like, social. But um, yeah, he had it done years ago, and it was the best thing that ever happened to me. I mean, I was on, I was on birth control. I probably was. Yeah, I was. I was on the pill. Oh, okay. And then I was able to get off the pill. He was very concerned about me being on the pill, though. He didn't like the way, he, oh, he heard I get blood clots. I should give it up. Da, 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 but da, I respect da. that. Someone being like, concerned. I'm going to take the pill because I don't want a whole heap of kids coming here. So something got to give. Something's got to give. Know, people that still use the pull-out method, I don't know what they're thinking. You know, so, I mean, I'm telling you, that method, the rhythm method, pull-out method, whatever, a lot of people use this, and they've been... Good. Chilling, they've been good. I was yeah. always too paranoid for that crap. No, no, no. We in a different rhythm here. Ain't it? It Listen, just takes one to make it to the goal. <laughs> <one>. No thanks. <laughs> but again, I mean, like you know, we've listed a few things. You guys can do your own research. This is basically from emedicinehealth.com, but you can do your own research in terms of, you know, if you're experiencing painful sex, you might not want to tell everybody, but tell your partner at least. Well, I mean, or tell your physician first, then tell your partner. See, because maybe it might be something with you. I wouldn't tell them until I find out if it's with me. And then if it's not, or if it's something that, you know, I have to discuss with my partner, I would definitely do that. But yeah, you should be um, in great communication with your partner about something like that, especially sexually. So that's that. That's a public service announcement. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we gotta, we got to give a shout out. So uh, shout out to I forget, her name, Shakari Richardson, I want to say. This is the fastest girl right now out in these streets. Um 
I don't know the exact stats right she's now. She's not the fastest black woman. She's not the fastest. She's the fastest woman in the world. Period. And she's from Dallas, Texas. Young girl, um, 18. She looks great. And she made an announcement recently because obviously being that she has been doing so well, people have been questioning like, hey, is she going to be, um, you know, is she going to go straight to pros or whatever it is? And she posted um, basically something on Track stating that, she was. She said, I would like to take this a moment to thank the LSU track and field for everything they helped me with. Um, and she would thank her coaches, her family, her friends. And she said, with that being said, after talking to her family and praying for guidance, yes, honey, pray for guidance, she announced that she had decided to pursue her lifelong dream and become a professional athlete Aww. at 18 years old. So uh, give it up to her. Shout out to her. Another thing, uh, this gentleman, um, his name is Elijah Rutland. Cute little young lad, man. 19-year-old cre- creator of Black Ralph. Um, it's just a meme that he created. Um, he gets a Warner Brothers animation internship where he will work on Dr. Seuss, Green Eggs and Ham, or Netflix. Mm-hmm. Young kid um, from Florida A&M University Graphic Design. So, shout out to him. Great things happening. Um, and also, shout out to Nas and Will Smith, who is launching a new app on financial literacy. They both they put in $22 million to launch the app. It's called Step um, or something like that. Yeah, and we wait to see it drop. You know, basically, I, I appreciate too. the two of them figuring out that, you know, we do need to figure out how to do it better. Me, myself, I need some money management tips, so I hope the app is free. So true, and I was talking to somebody about, you know, I think there's some differences with, um, you know, culturally with households, especially coming from a black Caribbean family. You know, you never know what your parents made. Ooh, you know, you never know those things. Like, don't I, you know, you couldn't ask that question. And they gave you a certain amount of money. They told you to save, save, don't gain some too much debt. I don't even know my like these basic things. I my mean, but you know, also, like, you would just ask for something and it was either yes or no. It was never a conversation like, well, you know, I can't afford it. It was like, yeah. so you didn't understand that you didn't get it because of money. I yeah. only, like, and I said this to you before, only looking back now. I realized that we were probably broke. Mm-hmm. You know, I didn't know we were broke when I was younger. My of sister course. wasn't here. She was in Trinidad. I was here with my mother alone. And there were many cold days when we used to sleep in the same bed. I thought I was having an adventure. You know, <laughs> I didn't know we were broke and she, the heat was cut off. I did not know. Correct. So we, we grew up, I grew up very, uh, you know, difficult. And I, even at a young age, you remember Conway? Well, you, you didn't grow up difficult. You didn't know you grew up difficult. I didn't know, so it was like, I mean, I knew I now was looking back. at Conway. But my friends may not have been shopping at Conway. Did you shop at Conway? There was one on downtown Brooklyn. I did not shop at Conway. Conway. That bag was like that pink, pink bag with the blue leathering in the whole wide world. But I, was, I must say, like you know, my mother, my mother, she shopped at like J.C. Penney, which at that point I was just like, come on, like the way he's wearing that. And I had cousins that were going to like you know their parents would go like to the outlet with them, like to polo and all that stuff. So I had kind of that is never in my. I had best of both worlds. My mother would shop for me there, and then my stepmom would shop for me at the ritzy places, you know. So I had best of both. And then when I started making my own money, I mean, I started working when I was fifteen, so it was just like, yo. Can I tell you what happened to my poor aunt in Conway? So my aunt lives in Trinidad, came to America, and she bought a compact. You know, with the thing with foundation. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And as she bought it, she took it out the bag right away to look at the color. She opened it. And by the time she got to the door, the guy was like, you didn't pay for that. You stole it. And mom, I was like, I didn't steal this. I just bought this. Let me go back to the register. Where's your receipt? She didn't have it. The receipt fell in the store when she popped the bag. So the guy was like, you stole this. It sounds a little suspect. <laughs> and they took her into the back. They treated her like a common criminal. They were like, my aunt was like devastated. I'll never forget this as long as I live. 
and my cousins and them were all trying to lose what to go down there and broke up Conway. <laughs> mash up everything in there. Mash it up. <laughs> and um, she begged us not to go. Begged us. She kept saying no because they said they're going to send the police for me. They're going to send immigration for me. She was so scared. And she was oh. on a vacation here. She was so scared. And then um, even the next day. They couldn't find us for seat on the floor. She just left the register. They would not let her go back. They would not let her go back. They treated wow. her horribly. We have black in America. It existed back then also. I mean, well, I mean, as we digress, uh, sorry to hear about your aunt. Yes. As we live this every day here. <laughs> can, you, can you imagine you come to great America, you experience this shit? Yeah. She didn't come back for many, many years. Oh. She I, did not come back. I don't blame her. For many, many years. But I mean, back to this. And um, she was probably leaving like in two days. Before. And then the, this is the follow-up to this. So the next day, my mother got into a car accident down the block from my house. A bad accident. And the cops came to our house and knocked on the door. I was sleeping. And my aunt came. The cops, they here for me. They here for me. Oh, my God. Like, poor thing. <laughs> I was like, you're really just going overboard. <laughs> and then I got up. She was, like, almost cowering in a corner. And I got up and I opened the door. I'm like, yeah. And then they told us that my mother was in a bad accident. She was in the hospital. She had thought that the cops had come for her. That the Conway Yo, this is a terrible cops. experience for your aunt. Like, I would be like, I am never coming back to America. Coming to America for what? Mm-hmm. That was sad. I'll never forget that story. But, but I mean, uh, back to the story with Nas and Will, I think that's a great thing to teach these kids financial responsibility oh, yeah. because you won't learn it. And I think um, oftentimes, as being adults, you're always told, oh, you shouldn't have any debt. But things need to be explained in terms of what's good debt and what's bad debt in terms of, you know. And I've seen several people talk about when they pay their bills, they sit with their kids and they, you know, go through the bills yeah. so the kids understand the importance of paying a bill or those kind of things. Yeah, because you don't want your kids growing up and having, like, bad credit before they even start college or even when they get to college they don't know how to manage their money so I think that's very I hope it, it's, it's really um, and it's a free app mm. so I hope this is really well, successful and it reaches out people and this is what more black um, famous people should be doing investing in us things to fix the community man. yeah so shout out to them um, so you know I was in East New York on, on Sunday um, you're always in East New York I am but I was in East New York and while I was in East New York I saw something that reminded me that the summer was here. I don't even know. Is it summer? Summer doesn't start until June 21st, I believe, oh, officially. Well, but, people, you know, some people, people don't know how to act. About that. But this woman had on a pair of Pum Pum shorts. Um, I'm going to post this. And Today, hopefully. I, wow. So I, and, I, and I just want to say, like, you know, there needs to be some level in the, in, in, in time and in, in, in rules in terms of what you should not do. Like, if your leg has the hangover, you know, and you may not know about this because you're very thin, but, you know. Who's very thin? People that have a hangover in their leg, like your leg is not just one piece. You have a piece and then an extra piece. Boom, boom, shorts may not be for you. Because what ends up happening is that the shorts get caught up on one piece and then the next piece is not there. And if you have body jaw, body jaw. Oh, the ba- like the oh, black body jaw. You should not be wearing pom pom shirts either. So the whatnot for the summer is a whatnot and a what. If you can rock pom pom shirts, please. It's summertime. It's hot. Wear them. Got a nice pony printer. But just because they make it in your size, it's not good. And I have to tell you, later on that day, I saw that same woman had gone inside and changed into yet another pair of pom pom shorts. Mm-mm-mm. I'm gonna post it. You decide. Sack. It's not everybody can wear shorts. I mean, I don't really wear shorts like that. I mean, you probably see it on a rare occasion, 
And it'll probably be like a longer pair of shorts, not poof poof shorts. And because I, I understand, I mean, I'm not, you know, fat. I'm not skinny, but my legs are not suitable to be walking around jiggling in these streets. That's just the bottom line. That's it, Wait, we forgot to mention some of the summer things coming up. I mean, well, you know, we're gonna every every week we'll let you know something new that we are aware of. Um, might not be new to you, but to some people. But um, just remember that they have free summer concerts in Central Park, um, in oh, various yeah. parts of Coney. Well, I don't know if they have Coney Island. We went to as we spoke about, yes. but then in, like they always have it in Prospect Park. That's like a run-in weekly thing. Like they'll have at the at um, Band Show. So yeah, definitely check those out. It's free and it's nothing to do. It's like a little lime. So check it out. Uh, again, Raw Dog Shaw. And we're Brooklyn Chicks offering the real rated and raw experience. Oh, wow. Professional. That was not professional. The real rated and raw experience.